Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Three dudes with a view. Uh, first show after Thanksgiving. We are back. Uh, and I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How's it going, man? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Clayton, I didn't see any traffic this morning. Is school out? Not not for Agathos. Oh. No, school's in. I mean, the tra- did you notice how light the traffic was? It was heavy on West 7th this morning, but um, I mean, what? It wasn't too bad, I okay. guess. So, I, I just I, I noticed a, coming in Highway 50. I noticed a, uh, an, an abnormal. Yeah, uh, on 50 there was there wasn't much. Yeah, yeah. abnormal. Uh, um, a low traffic count. Well, anyway. There was uh, as hey, I was, Mike Lyle, as I was coming in early this morning. There was a traffic report that there had been a big wreck on I-65 northbound. They said before the Columbia exit. Now, whether that puts it, you know, there's a backup that causes anybody coming in from that direction, I don't know. But that may have been part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either, Mike. Uh, and I tell you what, last night about five, I noticed uh, just cars streaming, vehicles streaming in uh, on Highway 50 from uh, coming from the direction of the interstate. I mean, just. Just oh, it was bumper to bumper. And yeah, it was bumper to bumper all the way from Little Rock, all the way to Nashville uh, yesterday. So <laughs> there, that's where you were, Little Rock. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe everybody just got to where they're going and quit. Who knows? <laughs> all right, dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. You still in Louisiana? Yeah, I'm still down here eating them crawfish, man. <laughs> eating what? Crawfish. Conkfish? Crawfish. Crawfish. Okay. All right. You, when you get down there in Louisiana, your Louisiana accent comes back out. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Well, folks, I you know, the shame of it all, I want to hear about everybody's Thanksgiving, but the shame of it all. There, I, you know, my whole family, you know, and it's still, we have our Thanksgiving at at noon or thereabouts and uh so right there in broad daylight my daughter drives up in a tesla and plugs it in i mean i just you know i i I wanted to crawl in a hole somewhere i mean it just you, you do everything you can to raise them right and then there you go just drove up in that damn tesla and plugged it into my electricity of course but we we had a great Thanksgiving with friends and family and traditional turkey and whatnot, uh, and uh, 
Wait, wait a minute. I've left out regular special guest dude, Carrie Powers. How are you? I'm excellent. Happy Monday. If it makes you feel any better, we had a two Tesla Thanksgiving, Delk. Oh, Lord. Hey, Carrie. There you go. Show it. <laughs> um, you know, people in Teslas for all different reasons. There we go. All right, Carrie, what happened? Where where were y'all for Thanksgiving? Tell me about your Thanksgiving. We were here. We had a house full. I have three brothers. They all came to, to us, and it was just amazing. Everybody does a little, so no one has to do a lot. Just we are blessed. There you go. Now, your brothers don't live here, do they? No, I've got um, one in D.C. who will be transitioning back to Memphis, one in Florida, and then one in Memphis. But everybody gathered here. Yes, and I'm, um, my nephews are grown, so we had a baby on the scene, and uh, one one nephew's married with a be- with a child, so it's always fun to have a baby around. But it was, like I said, just blessed. It was a a good crowd. Wow! Now, what is your traditional Thanksgiving meal, Carrie? We do turkey. Reams cooked a turkey on the green egg. Did pretty good. Did real good. Uh, and then we had honey baked ham and all the traditional fixings, dressing, cranberry sauce, a uh, bunch of casseroles. Way too much. All right. A bunch of desserts. Clayton, what, what about you? How was Thanksgiving? I, it, it went well. We, um, we, we went to Franklin and uh actually went to my dad's last wednesday and um uh we had folks at our place on thursday so we uh it it went okay went, went, went well. what's your traditional thanksgiving meal just the usual turkey ham dressing you know although i did not deep fried turkey this year I actually deep fried a hen I, I, i'm telling you um that whole video that John Morgan from Morgan and Morgan put out a couple of years ago has really messed with my head when it comes to turkey. So I just I can't do it. And what I can't do it. What was in the video? No, he talks about how there's a cousin to a buzzard, and you know why? You know it's dirt cheap, and and, and you, you think about it. You go to a restaurant. How many times that do you see somebody serving turkey at a restaurant? And you really don't, if you think about it. And you have to put all this gravy on it to keep it. Uh, you know, to keep it from getting too dry. And I thought the chicken was pretty good. <laughs> All right. Um, Mr. York, what, what's your Thanksgiving meal there in Louisiana? Basically the same thing, you know, a little, little turkey, artichoke, spinach, casserole, dressing, cranberry sauce, ham, you know, just the basics. And you've got a lot of family uh, there, and I assume y'all were all together. Yeah, yep. That's awesome, Mike Lyle. What's your Thanksgiving meal? Uh, we it's it's traditional turkey, ham, mac. Got to have the mac and cheese. That's that's going to be that's the big staple. But with with dressing and the, the, the again the green bean casseroles and all those uh, other traditional casseroles and stuff like that. Uh, we started kind of started though. Uh, we meet at a resort. Uh, I have access to the Wyndham uh, properties uh, around the nation and stuff. And uh, this year we met at Fairfield Bay, their original uh, property out there, and uh, had all my kids and grandkids there. So awesome, awesome. That's except for the drive. The drive, yes. Uh, especially, actually, going out was worse than coming back. Uh, there was a wreck between Jackson and Memphis 
that uh, took us off a detour, and then there was a wreck on the detour, which took us off on another detour. There was a wreck on that detour. Oh, my goodness. It took us off on another detour, and then once we got back on, headed back towards the road, they had two two bridges were under construction in one lane and had those two or three minute stoplights oh where, good grief. and it was everybody that was coming off the interstate was there uh it uh, the typically it's a five and a half hour drive to where we were headed it took us 11 and a half hours oh, oh <laughs> gross that is gross <laughs> That was that was probably the worst uh, the worst part of the whole thing. I uh, I was especially locked in your car where you, there's you're on those little two lane country roads in West Tennessee uh. on the detours and there is no place to get off. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's that's going Ow. postal. Yeah. What what are you saying, Carrie? I said, ouch 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 that's just no no good and i i'm hope you didn't have the grandkids in the car though oh no i feel sorry for the people that have the kids in the car no actually my my, my actually my grandchild is, is is 13 or no excuse me 15 years old now and she lives in she lives in conway arkansas so she was only an hour away from the resort to start with so yeah. golly that's 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 I've yeah, heard. it was it was a rough trip out. Now, yeah, coming back, it was just crowded, but it no no big wrecks. <laughs> oh wow! All right, folks. Well, let's see. I, it's sort of we're sort of returning to the world here, shaking ourselves off, getting ready for Christmas, and also sort of coming back out of the turkey uh, hangover and figuring out what's going on in the world. I did notice in today's Herald that Sheila Butt and the Murray County Commission are making a big, big push uh, again, but I think they're going to push harder this year to uh, get the state legislature to allow Murray County to impose an impact fee on new development. Now, those of you out there who just saw their property taxes increase by significant amounts should be interested in this um this what what's going on now is that you people who live here and pay pay property taxes are uh being forced to pay for the new developments schools roads fire police whatever sheriff's deputies and the murray county commission and our county mayor i think very rightfully uh, are saying that new development should pay for itself by an impact fee uh, imposed on every new uh, house that's built, and I think probably commercial buildings as well. But and to shift the burden of new development to the new development and not on existing taxpayers who've done nothing wrong but just sit here. Uh, <clears throat> now. And, and I know there can be a lot of argument about, you know, a lot of you saying, oh, we'll just shut off development or, you know, just do this or do that. They, uh, he, for a lot of practical reasons, that's just not going to happen. Uh, and uh, so an impact fee is needed to shift the burden of growth from existing taxpayers to the new taxpayers who are moving in and i'll quote the herald's article it says uh, well the the county commission passed a resolution 
which they will take to next year's legislature when they convene. Gosh, again, we're sort of waking up out of the Thanksgiving hangover. You know, they're going to be convening here in five, January, or, yeah. five or six weeks. Yeah. So um, the, re- the resolution states uh, that counties that are in high growth areas, especially in certain parts of Tennessee, are at a disadvantage and the cost of growth are being placed upon individual taxpayers rather than the development paying its fair share of increased cost. Cities in the state of Tennessee are allowed to collect funds from developers that are related to the growth and are allowed to have additional impact fees, but counties have been limited from doing so, the resolution states. Murray County is the fastest-growing county in Tennessee. And, folks, the reason county the schools i mean the schools alone that are going to be that are going to be required for development that is already in the pipeline are staggering uh, and the the cost the cost to be an estimated 200 250 million i mean it's hard to get accurate numbers but it's 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 in the thousands multiple thousands of 15,000 probably or more uh, new new houses coming in that are going to require county schools. Doc, after the break, I, I, when we come back, I'd love for you to explain to me how counties like Williamson County and Rutherford County, how the legislature can pass impact fees for those counties and yet deny Murray County, and, and how that why 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 have we not lawyered up? I mean, I, I don't understand how that's fair. If we're going to talk Politics. about fair, okay. Politics. Well, politics is involved. All right, we'll we'll talk about that when we come back. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality, new, and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Welcome back to Three Dudes with a View. I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, live from Louisiana. How are you? Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mr. York. And regular special guest dude on Mondays, Carrie Powers. How are you? Excellent. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. All right, Clayton, you were asking, we're back to these impact fees that the county, Sheetlebutt and the county commission are making a big push for in the upcoming session of the legislature. They're asking the Tennessee legislature to authorize the Murray County to impose an impact fee on new development. Uh, you know, I, I did have some better figures on this, but I don't have them in front of me now, but uh we're talking about an impact fee of in the range of fifteen to twenty five thousand dollars per house uh and all the williamson county and rutherford county have such mm-hmm. fees and it's not slowed down development a bit uh the demand is so high but it shifts a a, a really terrible inequity in the law and that right now uh, existing taxpayers of Murray County are the only place Murray County can go to build the schools and the whatever that's gonna, that are going to be needed for the new development. 
And folks, this development is in the pipeline, and I've heard figures of anywhere from fifteen to thirty thousand new houses. I've heard figures of uh, up to six or seven or eight new schools in the next five years. Um, it, it's staggering. And, and I mean, just out by my place, um, if you're familiar with Highway 31 and Mora Lane, where the old stockyard used to be. You know, they built a row of houses down through there, directly across the road on that farm. They've cleared out trees. There's stakes in the ground. Uh, there's no telling how many houses are about to come right in through there. Yeah, and north of town is even more staggering. And it, it it's just, I mean, it's coming, and that's a fact, and we've got to deal with it. And I've heard. Well, what do they do about businesses, Dell? Miss York, I'm not sure how you're talking about a potential impact fee on new commercial building. Right, because, you know, the state came in and built 396 when Saturn moved into the area, but it looks like it's all for businesses and nothing for residential, you know, if you're going to apply impact fees. Okay, you're talking about the Saturn Parkway. Right. I'm not sure I understand your point. You're just saying that the business well, should pay more or less. Pretty much, or? the biz- pretty much Saturn Parkway was built on the state's dime. You know, it was built for the the then the Saturn for the plan. business. You're right. Yeah. Um, so why can't states assist counties with development? Well, uh, gosh, I hadn't thought about that one. Um, to some extent, I think with the you know what's the new school funding formula? Um, BEP. No, that's the old one. Oh, all right, somebody Tesla, Tesla, something like that. Tesla, uh, yeah, Tesla, yeah, yeah. Tesla, Tesla. It's Tisa. a it's an acronym. Anyway, the state, the legislature, this last session uh, overhauled the funding system for. Uh, for schools, uh, and the state share of funding that would be paid over to counties to uh, assist with and fund schools statewide. And, Mr. York, best I can remember off the top of my head, you know, either you or me or somebody, Governor Lee, came on with us and to talk about that new funding formula, TISA, whatever it is. And uh, he said that uh, more money would be provided to counties from the state for schools. Now, how much, I don't know. Scott Sapecki, I think, has talked about that uh, on this station several times. Uh, so the state, I mean, I, from what I've heard, it sounds like the state's upping its game. How much help that's going to be and exactly how it'll be targeted, I don't know. Looks like if they're, you know, bragging about they're doing so much for schools, the counties that have a need to build schools look like the state would come in and and place some additional funding in that particular district to help the locals. Well, as I recall, Governor Lee's answer to that was, yes, we will. Now, how much and how it would be targeted, I don't know. Now, I I just, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Butch Patton, he, he messaged me. And he believe, and he, we were just talking, and he, he says he believes that Murray County may have an adequate facilities tax that has to be repealed in order for the county to get the impact fees. Is that that, that may be a Scott Sapicki question? Yeah, that that really is a Scott Sapicki question. Uh, yeah, an adequate. I, I understand that 
that an adequate facilities tax, which functions somewhat like an impact fee, uh, I understand, and I, I, I don't know the law on this, Clayton. I've been told, I think, I think, or maybe I've just heard, that you can't have both. Now, why I don't know. That makes no sense to me. But back, back there's a, to there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in the weeds here, folks. But back to the original question, though, Dale. Yeah. If other if other counties are getting this, and they're not going to allow us to, I mean. I just I don't think that really gives the legislature it, it doesn't look good on them. I mean, it doesn't look fair. True enough. Well, when they cut deals, they cut deals, Clayton. Well, you got you, know, you, you got you got home builder home builder associations or, or lobbyists up there that are I'm sure trying to keep this from happening, Mister York. Uh, oh boy, do you ever? Which uh, yeah, I, but you know it's. It's, it's like a, a congress a legislator will tell one a couple of legislators, look, I'll help you on your campaign. I'll do all kind of stuff. You know, they make all kind of deals up there. Well, I know ridiculous if I, deals to us. Okay, to get the well, legislature sorry. to vote for their proposal for impact fees. Well, and, and what I've been told is that Williams County and Rutherford County got their impact fee authorized by the legislature a number of years ago, and I'm told that. It just sort of the windows open and the windows close, and once in a while you'll have a legislature that you know is not particularly concerned, or maybe all the uh, development folks, the development lobby is asleep or or whatever, and uh, and so then when the windows open, you get it passed. But this last year, we definitely found the windows closed, and boy, I went up there to to help lend my support to. Uh, the presentation of this matter in front of the appropriate committee in the legislature, uh, the Senate, and I, I thought, I mean, the, the bill as it was proposed last year only applied to Murray County, and I remembered years ago going up there on various things to the legislature, and in general, when things only applied to one county, and the representatives from the the county were good with it. Then, as a matter of courtesy, it passed. And you know, here uh, Scott Sapecki and Joey Hensley were were uh, su- extremely supportive, and it was denied. And <laughs> I found I saw the reason why the minute I came in the building, the the halls, the lobby, literally was packed with lobbyists, swarms like a beehive, and the development interest across the state somehow perceived that this was a threat to them, even though it only applied to Murray County. And I mean, they... I think Scott and Hensley were counting on a coalition to try to build a coalition because there were some other areas in the state that also wanted impact fees. So that might be a good route to take, you know? It's my understanding that effort is underway right now, Mr. York, and so maybe... Uh, more than one county will be asking, and, and we'll get strength strength in numbers. There's there's, re- there's definitely going to be a doubling down. I think what Clayton about in the legislature this next spring on the efforts to get this passed. What Clayton was talking about though maybe was an equal protection argument, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I don't know how that might work out. I've Again, I'm just going off the top of my head. I've, I've been told that years ago, Williamson County may have sued and won 
Have you heard that claim? No, I have, and I think that's the route that if if they can't get this passed, that that Murray County and maybe some other counties are going to have to go in together and, and fight this battle together. Because I think this is going to be the most pressing issue for Kip Capley and Scott Sapicki over the next two years. And Joey Hensley. And, and Joey, Joey Hensley, absolutely. Yes. Man, whenever you see those folks, please uh, encourage them to support the impact fee and thank them for their efforts. Uh, because th- this is this is really imposes a grave inequity, uh, and and this growth is coming, and it's it's it, it it's coming. It's already baked in the cake. So, uh, two hundred two hundred fifty million dollars worth of schools, and that's without teachers and desk and all that's. It sounds dismal, but all in all, we'll still survive. Yeah, because other areas have had the tax. same problems before we had them. <laughs> True enough. Yeah, that it'll well, be, it, it it'll sounds be rough. like an all hands on deck situation. You know, I would encourage anyone listening, you know, to send a letter, send an email. I think it sounds like, from what you're saying, the right people are on our side. But do we need to escalate our action to a lawsuit? Is that what y'all are suggesting? Uh, I think Clayton is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, maybe, maybe wait and see what happens in the legislature next spring. But yes, I'd get the county attorneys to explore any uh, available option. Who is our county? Who's the county court. attorney? Dan Murphy. Yeah. What about the yeah. school? The school system attorney. Um, I mean. <laughs> I don't They're, think the school system would have standing because uh, they. So this are, is a county issue, even though the schools really should be proactive in advocating for themselves. Well, certainly the the school system and any anybody who is interested in the schools uh, should be supporting this effort that uh, Sheila Budd and the county commission are making to get the impact fees passed. Uh, the county is not. <laughs> Uh, this is very lawyer-like, I think. But it, it, I wouldn't think that the county is directly infect, affected in that. I don't think the money, the money, no, excuse me, the school board is directly affected. Because doesn't the money go to the county commission first and Correct. then over to the school Correct. board? Correct. Yeah. It does. But you talk about a massive body for, like, advocacy and lobbying. Like, it sounds well, like. I, I don't discount that at all. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, just I, all hands on deck. Let's all pull in the same direction. Maybe that's something we need to, you know, what make a mighty voice. I think that's but what the number I, one obligation. Number one obligation of county commissions across the state in Tennessee is to fund schools. Right. Correct. And I think I'm that's what I'm aware of that. But I have, wit- I mean, it's always. I am very aware of how it works that, you know, the school develops the budget, then they ask the county commission to fund it, and then they go back. It, this last year was actually a pretty healthy. Uh, Lisa Ventura went in very prepared, very knowledgeable, and I think it passed immediately, you know, whereas in years past, it's taken months and they've squabbled and fought and asked to cut, and there were ludicrous asks at times. Um, so, but Carrie, to your you point, correct the, that the the county commission has to allocate the funds. Right, but but, but to your point, to your point, uh, yes, the county commission and our county mayor are saying 
yes this is all hands on deck we this is we're in a double alt emergency we're in a double alt crunch and it's going to get worse before it gets better and yes this is an all hands on deck uh effort occasion whatever it's we 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 need everybody rowing the boat well i think our school system what would happen if it's it's been in a long time with more consistent stable leadership that the teachers are buying in under so maybe i'm hopeful that maybe we can make a mighty voice and move this needle yeah i mean i I agree we have a problem that's a a freight train yeah i mean this resolution that the commission passed in favor of the impact fee is i see it as a statement of all hands on deck go ahead miss york i was going to say what would happen in some states school boards have taxing authority to fund the school system what would happen if murray county had that miss york i'm not aware of any county in tennessee where that not uh, no not in tennessee but in some states the school board has taxing authority for the sake of, of taking care of the obligation for schools i you know miss york i have i've not ever seen that uh i might have heard of it before uh, as far as I know, we don't have it here in Tennessee. Um, I'm lousy. Another body with taxing authority. At first, <laughs> yeah, we we got enough of them with taxing authority. I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm. Would that make without you further you without have? further study? I'm inclined to say, no, this this is not a good idea. You know. That would make you lose all your hair, wouldn't it? It might. It's gray enough already. <laughs> uh, um, it, you know, sometimes the buck needs to stop in one place, and uh, the commission is as good as any. They run for the job. They know what they know what the score is. Now, you've got to remember, for instance, uh, in Williamson County to our north, there is a special school district for the city of Franklin. Uh, we've never had a special school district here in Murray County. Many counties across the state do. So the city and the county uh, divide the burden. Uh, that's, no, a, that's a much they, more interesting idea to me than taxing authority for the... They put a stop on granting... You're not allowed to make another special school district, but if we could advocate for that to be changed, I wish Columbia had its own special school district. Now, Scott Specky indicated to me that it was doable, but there's no big push for it. And what you know, we got to deal in reality here. And the big push, the all hands on deck cry that's coming, is for the impact fee, and that's what the commission's saying. And that's what they feel is the most realistic way out of this emergency. And so politics, is. I think Mr. York was saying that a little while ago, you know, sometimes sometime you got to go in the direction that's feasible, not necessarily the one you like the best. And it, it, didn't you say something like that, Benigo, Mr. York? Yeah, yeah. Politics is all in the mix, you know. you got to negotiate and negotiate and put out bills that, your fellow legislators will support and you agree that hey if you put out a certain bill i'll support your bill that's all in the mix to get stuff passed like impact fees sometimes sometimes it's you know it's not the best your first choice but it's the choice that uh has a chance to succeed that you have to follow well as as a legislature you hate to be committed 
to to something that in order to get something that you want it, it's tough you know if you commit yourself to it then you kind of stuck with it or you get a bad reputation of not being able to make deals anyway yep there you go all right let's take a break and come back This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Do you have your favorite gemstone? I bet you do. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. There is nothing like the beautiful shades of blue, green, red of sapphire, emeralds, and rubies. At Tillis Jewelry, we have a wonderful selection all ready for you to stop by and put on your Christmas wish list. You can pick from our vintage, modern, or custom collection. Serving you at two locations, Tillis Jewelry, Columbia, and Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer, Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater and make zero payments for 12 months. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Tennessee. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. back three dudes with a view i'm del kennedy dude number three dude number two clayton harris how you doing doing well del good morning everybody dude number one mr jim york how are you good morning del good morning everybody and regular special guest dude carrie powers how are you excellent thank you Glad happy monday I want, I want to say congratulations carrie another victory the vowels 
Sorry, Del. Oh, well, yeah, I guess we better do do the weekend wrap up. Uh, yeah, my my poor old, my poor old Commodores, uh, you know, they didn't do too well. But, you know, it's okay. We're used to it. So, I mean. Seems, uh, <laughs> seems like both teams woke up. Tennessee from their nightmare and, and uh, Vanderbilt from their dreams of success. Yes. <laughs> there you go, Mike. Uh, that, well well you said. Know, <laughs> you know, I, like I said, it'd be... Mike, I had disaster in the Bayou, too. Yeah. My team you know, lost this weekend. Yeah, sorry. LSU lost. Saints lost. Everybody lost. Everybody lost. You know, I mean, we're, we're used to it. We win every 20, 25 years against UT. And, uh, <laughs> I tell you what's funny is Ron Hart was in town. Uh, he went to the Vanderbilt game on Saturday, then the Titans game on Sunday. But he was commenting on Facebook after some pictures of him at the tailgate. Uh, he was telling a guy that Vandy tailgates differ from state schools. He said they begin with a poetry reading, then they conjugate verbs for fun. By then, Vanderbilt is down 42 points. So. <laughs> well, that's it's, not, it's, that's not we, the way I remember it, but that's uh, okay. As much as we make fun of it, there was a graphic that came up during the game. Because you know, my wife made the comment, says, why does Vanderbilt keep playing them? They always get killed when they play them. And then right after that, the graphic came up. In the last 10 years, the series is 5-5. Five and five. That's true. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, you're right. And so, you know, it's it's still, you know, Vanderbilt still has its moments. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, you're right. Well, I think so it's, it's still, more that Tennessee has its bad Well, than, okay, you know, the, mom, the moments are there. Now, the who, moments who's, are there. Who's, yeah. are ha- who's having the moments and what kind of moments? Right, right. <laughs> well, kudos to anybody that, that stayed through that game because oh, it, it, was, it poured yeah. the entire game. I mean, it just poured. That's the second, in that second year in a row – because the last time I, the last college game I went to was Vanderbilt and Tennessee in Knoxville, and it we had four lightning delays at, at that game, and we finally gave up about halfway through the third quarter and just came home. <laughs> yeah, well, Ron's got his version of how a tailgate goes, but I mean, back in my day, and I haven't been in a number of years, uh, but <laughs> but all the fraternity guys always uh, bet against bet for the opposing team. Right, and as soon as the you could see it, as soon as the opposing team covered the spread, the students the student uh, stands were just empty. <laughs> well, they were going by yeah. the end of the first quarter. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, they were covering. I mean, everybody was going back to you know to celebrate uh, a little winning, money, yeah, you know, some yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as as soon as they covered the opposing team spread, the Vanderbilt student student section would empty. <laughs> so, <laughs> what loyalty? Yeah, uh, that's that's way. Well, if you want to see some real, I mean, I went up to the Yale Harvard game because y'all know my daughter went there, and I mean, everybody's drunk. Fans are drunk. Players drunk. <laughs> coaches drunk. Refs drunk. Coaches refereeing. <laughs> they all drunk. <laughs> it's it's quite a, quite a sight. Um, <laughs> Carrie, did you what, go to the game? What bowl are y'all going to, Carrie? You know, it's projected um, Sugar Bowl or Rose Bowl, I think. Oh, sorry, Sugar Bowl or Orange Bowl. Orange Bowl, okay. Yeah, now, what, I know. They went to the Sugar Bowl my freshman year, and I did not go, and it it's kind of a small regret. Uh, I'd like to see us <laughs> go to the Sugar Bowl. I'd like to go to the Sugar Bowl. We're going to be out of town, but. That'll be but, fun. 
That'll be a big yeah. time. I guess in, in other news. Young Louisiana, Mr. York. In, in other yeah, news. He uh, did gumbo. Uh, Kiffin, Kiffin was successful with his dangling Auburn out in front of Ole Miss and uh, got his extension, got his uh, pay raise up to about, what, $1.5 million more? He's making nine, year, nine a year, year now. Yeah, yeah. Instead of seven point five or something like that. So, oh, wow. you know, he, uh, he goes off and kind of waves waves its little care to say hey i may go to auburn if you don't raise my raise my pay and it worked so i tell you man that man's character just i uh, but you think he freeze will land in does, auburn i tell you what apparently uh, a lot of uh, female graduates from auburn have emailed the ad and do not want hugh freeze and uh obviously it goes back to you're talking about questionable character goes back to his time at old miss and uh some of the things that were discovered on his phone record uh while he was on some recruiting trips to florida so i don't know yeah, that's another it's it's it, 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 you know it, that's the way it looked like it was going to go saturday and today they're talking about possibly this quarterback's coach with the philadelphia eagles so i i don't know what auburn's going to do so they're, you're talking about who you're talking about who are the co who are the Co-ed's against or the uh, against uh, Hugh Freeze, uh, former Ole Miss coach who's at Liberty University uh, that Auburn was targeting uh, as their new head coach. And what are the women's objections to Hugh Freeze? Uh, Hugh Freeze, uh, while on recruiting trips, uh, was making well, pay for service. Yes, he was calling some call girls. Uh, okay, and uh, it was discovered through a lawsuit from a former coach at Ole Miss, his attorneys found all this stuff through Hugh Freeze's uh, phone records, and uh, he ended up losing his job at Ole Miss over the incident. And uh, apparently, he's a redeemed man now. You know, he went to Liberty and uh, <laughs> says he's different and all this. And uh, yeah, Hugh Freeze was one of the few coaches in the SEC that really kind of had Nick Saban's number uh, here and there, uh, and beat him a couple of times. But um, it appears that um, it may not happen at Auburn now. Okay, and in other news, though, the Iron Bowl over the weekend, uh, Alabama defeated Auburn pretty handedly, right? Yeah, they uh, probably one of their better games they played all year. Uh, all right, now, where does that put us in terms of the playoffs? It's all going to depend yeah. on what happens this weekend. You got four teams. You got a. Uh, well, you had Michigan, who went into Ohio State and beat them by 21 points. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're going to play the Big Ten championship game. Michigan will. They're they're in. Georgia is in. The SEC championship game literally means nothing this year. And uh, Especially since LSU lost. <laughs> it's going to come down to TCU and yeah. USC. Uh, can TCU win in the Big 12? And can USC win in the Pac-12? And uh, if those two lose... Who knows what happens? You're talking uh, yeah. University of Southern California? Yeah. Uh, Alabama and Tennessee are sitting right there on the doorstep. Again, if Tennessee beats South Carolina, it's it's a non-discussion they're in. They're 100% in the playoffs. Well, they've already lost yeah. South Carolina. I know. So, so, oh, yeah, that's that's the things. The what, what needed to happen happened except for that one game yep. uh they needed yeah. the uh, out, they needed the ohio state michigan game to be a blowout one way or the other it happened they needed uh some other teams to to lose that happened and then they needed to win out that didn't happen that didn't happen and right. so, so had, now, they, had they won out they'd well, be who, sitting who, right 
pretty right now. Who will play in the SEC championship game? LSU and Georgia. LSU lost to Texas A&M on Saturday. That gives them three losses on the season. So Georgia, they don't even have to get off the bus. If they lose Saturday, they're still in. If they win, they're the one seed. Okay. So LSU can win that game, but it won't matter. Yeah. Uh, no, the only way Georgia could probably is, is if LSU just blasts them out of the water, and that's, that's not, not gonna, yeah, that's not going to happen. They just don't. Uh, LSU doesn't don't have the guns that to happen. do that. No, no. Well, so, so for, I believe Georgia's going to be national championship again, again. Yeah, uh, is it them in Michigan? Are Michigan and Georgia. Yeah, they're they're locks. They're both in. Uh, it's just going to come down to those final two spots. And uh, if TCU wins out, it's hard to argue against them. Oh, they're in. Yeah. If if, if TCU and USC win uh, Saturday, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're both in, and those are your four. There you go. The t- I mean, this is why SEC is so fun. Like, if we have made projections every week, look how much it changes. Like, this is why I love yep. SEC. Well, and, and, and again, I'm not the football <laughs> expert, certainly not the, the – Expertise to anybody that's on this show with me, I don't have. But uh, SEC, I've carried to your point, the SEC is so tightly competitive. I mean, these are, um, it's not that any of these teams are bad, they just have good days or bad days. They are all very, very good teams. You know, Tennessee, Alabama, uh, Georgia, Georgia, Laura, LSU, yep. LSU, yeah. Anybody Florida. can come through the anybody can come through the SEC and be their champion, and can remain relatively injury free. Uh, pretty well can run <laughs> run everybody else off the field because they're, they're Mike, just, that's they're, why I say Georgia is going to win it yeah. because I mean University of Southern California. Uh, I mean none of these none of these uh, Michigan not any of them have played an SEC team yet. No, not at all. Here comes Georgia, baby. I mean, <laughs> the, the availability of players to move around in the SEC and other conferences has done wonders for the football game, though, because once players were tied to a particular team and the team had to authorize them to go somewhere, now that's not the case. And, and so what's the result, Mr. York? They are able to move from one team to another with ease. The, par- the parity has picked, you know, has has become okay a lot more even, uh, the top to bottom. I got you. Speaking of Georgia football, though, I don't know if you guys have seen. There's polls, and again, these polls are just junk, showing that Herschel Walker's leading in that Georgia Senate race. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. Do you? Believe, I don't believe that. I'm, I don't, don't believe the polls. Period. Well, I, I. What I do believe is that if anybody says Walker's going to win or Warnock's going to win, that they might as well take up weather forecasting. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Um, and what what I what I really though people does anybody care? I saw this is what this is the non sports stuff I saw all over the news this weekend. Does anybody care about Harry and Meghan Markle? No. Gosh, no. It's news. They're the most. Harry is publishing this. He got 20 million bucks <laughs> for a new book he, you know, that he wrote called Spare. You know, he's heir and a spare to the throne. And he was a spare. And then Megan's got this podcast. These people think that the world revolves around them. They're the most spoiled, self centered 
vacuous people I've ever encountered in my life. And, and but they're making money. They're making money. Well, they, yeah, the American way. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> have, have you noticed the 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 other fan the the counterpart to you know hmm. the, to the to Harry and and uh, uh, and whatnot Harry and Meghan in America, of course, is the Kennedys. Now, not my Kennedys. I'm talking about the ones in Massachusetts and uh, the one the Catholic ones, you know, yeah. and. They're giving some kind of award to each other. I'm not, oh gosh. Yeah, I mean, in other words, they're both, you know, they're scratching each other's back, you know, to build up their public profile and cash in on it. <laughs> and I mean, it's just the most spoiled, vacuous people. Any, anybody That's got all good? over the country. That's all over the country. In the South, you got spoiled people also. That that have been in power and their relatives have been in power for years and years and they refuse to move on. Well, Harry moved on. You can give him credit for that, Mr. York. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. He he challenged he was challenged, so he decided to go on his own, be independent. He's upset because his children don't get royal titles. Uh <laughs> yeah. take my football and go home. Well he just fell. He fell too far from the throne when he came into the world, you know? The system was already set. <laughs> you never know how it's going to turn out, though. Their grandfather sure wasn't prepared to be the king. Oh, uh, you mean... I guess they're a great-grandfather. Yeah. Uh, the one who married the American woman, the divorce. Uh, yeah, that was their uncle. Yeah, he was supposed to be the king. Yeah. Well, Did you get um, that from watching The Crown, Clayton? Actually, I watched The King's Speech, which was a great movie. But there you I've, go. I've loved watching The Crown. That, awesome. that is a good show. It is a good show. Well, all of you who give a darn about Megan and Harry, give a nickel to the Murray County Public Library in their honor. <laughs> <laughs> so they can get their books back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We will see you tomorrow. And speaking of Ron Hart, he will be with us. We'll get him to tell about his experience at Vikings and Vanderbilt football in Nashville. Yeah, you have a bag full of stuff, you know. <laughs>